With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is sponsored by Blackout Coffee. Get your day off to a great start with a delicious cup or two of American-made Blackout Coffee. Family-owned, premium coffee, fresh roasted, and you've heard me say this before, shipped out within 48 hours of roasting. Go to blackoutcoffee.com, promo code PDB, for 20% off your first purchase. It's Friday, 9 February. Welcome to the PDB Afternoon Bulletin. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Let's get briefed. First up, Iraq has condemned the latest U.S. strike within their borders and said the action may cause them to accelerate the removal of U.S.-led coalition forces from the country. Also, a briefing from U.S. intelligence officials to lawmakers on Capitol Hill this week has raised doubts about whether Israel can achieve their stated objective of eliminating Hamas. But first, our afternoon spotlight. We begin in Iraq with the fallout from a U.S. retaliatory drone strike on Wednesday against the commander of Iraq's largest Iranian-backed militant group. In the latest sign that relations between the U.S. and Iraq are straining, leaders in Baghdad condemned the action on Thursday as a violation of their nation's sovereign borders. Iraqi Prime Minister Mohammed al-Sudani said repeated U.S. strikes against Iran-backed groups in the region since the start of the new year are pushing the Iraqi government to accelerate the end of the U.S. troop presence in the country. That's according to a Wall Street Journal report. A spokesman for Sudani said in a statement Thursday, quote, The American forces have carried out a clear-cut assassination operation by launching an airstrike in the midst of a residential neighborhood in the capital Baghdad in a manner that disregards the lives of civilians and international laws, end quote. Now, maybe during their next press conference, the Iraqi spokesman can discuss the dozens of missile and drone attacks launched inside Iraq against U.S. and coalition forces by the Iranian-backed militias that make up Iraq's security forces. I'm sure there's bound to be a violation or two of international law somewhere in those attacks. The latest U.S. military action killed a senior member of the Iraqi militia group Qatayb Hezbollah, a man who was responsible for directly planning attacks on U.S. forces throughout the region, including the attack that killed three U.S. troops in Jordan. We should note, officials at the Pentagon reportedly waited for more than a week to carry out the strike, seeking an opportunity that would limit the risk of civilian casualties. Still, Sudanese spokesman said that the U.S.-led coalition in Iraq, quote, has become a factor for instability and threatens to entangle Iraq in the cycle of conflict. He added, The international coalition is completely overstepping the reasons and objectives for which it is present on our territory. And the spokesman then added also, We don't really want the U.S. and coalition forces to leave, but the Iranian regime is insisting. Okay, yes, I, I made up that last quote. Sorry. The U.S. military footprint in Iraq has been relatively small since the formal departure of U.S. combat forces in 2011. The current coalition was formed in 2014 
in response to the rise of the Islamic State, or ISIS, in the Middle East. At present, around 2,500 American troops are stationed in Iraq, mainly around Baghdad. The forces aid the Iraqi government with countering terrorism, particularly the remnants of ISIS. Their presence is also part of a strategic play to counter Iranian influence within Iraq's Shiite majority. As Iranian-backed groups continue to destabilize the region, triggering additional U.S. responses, the relationship between Washington and Baghdad has become strained, which, of course, is the point of the Iranian-backed groups. A U.S. drone strike in Baghdad against an Iranian-backed militia leader on January 4th prompted an initial rebuke from Sudani. In the weeks that followed, Sudani declared that Iraq no longer needed the U.S.-led military coalition and initiated conversations with officials in Washington for a phased withdrawal of the remaining forces. While no deadline for the removal of U.S. forces has been set, it appears the latest U.S. military strike may accelerate the proceedings. Now, the situation is further complicated by the fact that many of the Iranian-backed militias in America's crosshairs are also part of Iraq's security establishment. Furthermore, despite the counterstrikes, militia attacks continue. On Wednesday, Iraqi militants targeted U.S. troops at a base in eastern Syria with a drone attack. On Thursday, an unnamed U.S. official told the Wall Street Journal that while the U.S. respects Iraq's borders, we cannot let the targeting of U.S. troops go unanswered. The official said, quote, We strongly urge the Iraqi government to take action against these groups, who the official said are drawing Iraq into violent conflict. So once again, Iran is managing to accomplish its objectives through the use of its proxy network. Whether we're talking about the Iran-backed Houthis destabilizing international shipping and commerce, or Hamas's attacks on 7 October that kicked off the current Israel-Hamas conflict, or Iran's proxies targeting U.S. and coalition forces in Iraq and Syria in an effort to reduce U.S. and coalition presence and influence, the Iranian regime and its IRGC are doing all of this while remaining basically unscathed. As with Hamas's disregard for the lives of civilians in Gaza, the Iranian regime is perfectly happy to pursue its objectives as long as the only ones in the crosshairs are their proxy groups. All right, coming up after the break, we'll discuss a recent U.S. intelligence briefing to members of Congress that raises doubts about whether Israel can achieve their stated objective of eliminating Hamas. I'll be right back. When looking at today's financial environment, it's clear that we're experiencing concerning economic shifts that could impact your retirement savings. We've got stubborn inflation, soaring interest rates, and astronomical debt that could drain their value. Now, the good news is that there is a time-tested way to protect your financial future, and that's gold and silver. American Hartford Gold can ship physical precious metals right to your door, or you can store your precious metals in a tax and penalty-free gold IRA. American Hartford Gold can help shield your wealth from this economic turbulence. Analysts predict that gold is set to hit all-time highs. If you've got retirement funds that you can't afford to lose, now is the time to call American Hartford Gold. They'll show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. With amazing customer service and a buyback commitment, they pride themselves on top-tier products great customer service, and a commitment to customer satisfaction. American Hartford Gold has earned a five-star rating from thousands of reviews and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Use the promo code PDB and they'll give you up to $5,000 of free silver on your first order. 
So call 866-292-2990 or text PDB to 998899. Again, that's 866-292-2990 or text PDB to 998899. Hey, Mike Baker here. Listen, just because something is quick and convenient doesn't mean it has to be low quality, right? It's true, and that includes for fashion. Now, you may be surprised to learn that I'm known for my keen fashion sense. And to that end, let me introduce you to Indochino. Indochino makes fully custom suits, shirts, and outerwear for men and women with hand-selected high-quality fabrics. And you don't even have to leave the house to get it. Indochino's suits are designed to fit you. Everything is made to your exact measurements and customizations. And there are endless customization options to get the exact look you want. From buttons and vents to pockets and lapels, high-quality fabric and wools, linen and cotton in different colors and patterns. There's really something for everyone with Indochino. And get this, you can measure yourself at home in 10 minutes, or you could visit a showroom for the perfect fit. Then you wear your suit right out of the box. You get measured, you send off your measurements and your choices, the box arrives, you open it up, you put your suit on, and Bob's your uncle. And you can save your measurement profile to make future orders even faster. Build yourself a luxury wardrobe without the luxury price tag. Make quality convenient with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code BAKER, B-A-K-E-R, to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at Indochino.com with code BAKER. Welcome back to the Afternoon Bulletin. A recent U.S. intelligence analysis is casting doubt on the feasibility of Israel's stated goal of completely eliminating Hamas. U.S. intelligence officials briefed members of Congress this week on Israel's progress against the terrorist group in Gaza, saying that while the IDF has significantly degraded Hamas's fighting capabilities, they were not close to achieving their operational aim of eradicating the Iranian-backed militant group. That's according to an exclusive New York Times report. During the closed-door intelligence briefing, officials said the Biden administration has privately raised doubts to Israeli leaders about the practicality of their strategy of, quote, total victory. They suggested it was unrealistic due to the fact that Hamas operates from tunnel networks like a guerrilla force. Intelligence officials reportedly suggested that weakening the group's combat strength was a more attainable objective. As we discussed yesterday on the PDB, Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu recently rejected Hamas's latest list of demands in their ceasefire counterproposal, calling it delusional. The Milton Group was seeking a 45-day pause to exchange hostages for Palestinian prisoners, including those serving life sentences, as well as the removal of Israeli forces from key areas of Gaza. The militants also sought the start of a massive humanitarian and rebuilding effort. Hamas demanded the release of 1,500 Palestinian prisoners convicted and held in Israeli prisons, and with the caveat that Hamas could specify at least 500 of those individuals to be included in the release. Netanyahu said it was a clear play by Hamas to end the war on their own terms. He instead vowed total victory over the terrorist group, which he claimed was possible within a matter of months. Netanyahu said, quote, There is no other solution but a complete and final victory. If Hamas will survive in Gaza, it's only a question of time until the next massacre, end quote. The U.S. intelligence assessment appears less rosy. While Israel has claimed that they have eliminated up to two-thirds of Hamas's fighting force, American officials say that number is likely significantly lower, 
estimating that only a third or so of Hamas fighters have been killed. They also reportedly stressed that counting losses does not necessarily give an accurate picture, as new members are being radicalized all the time amid Israel's operations in the region. We should note, prior to the Israel-Hamas conflict, the number of Hamas fighters was estimated to be anywhere between 20,000 and 30,000. U.S. officials are pushing Israel to adjust their strategy and agree to a ceasefire in Gaza to secure the release of hostages and allow humanitarian aid into the region. Following Netanyahu's remarks regarding Hamas's ceasefire counteroffer, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken criticized Israel over their current strategy in a sign of the Biden administration's growing dissatisfaction with Netanyahu, not to mention the Biden administration's growing concern that they might be losing their Arab American and youth voter base heading into the November election. Look, make no mistake that part of the reason for the White House's pressure on Israel to agree to a ceasefire is the growing dissatisfaction among Arab American and young voters with the conflict. Democratic strategists are staring at poll numbers in places like the swing state of Michigan and are concerned that too much overt support for Israel's efforts to defeat Hamas will translate into a problem come Election Day. Of course, the administration would explain their actions differently. Secretary of State Blinken said, quote, Israelis were dehumanized in the most horrific way on 7 October. Thus, hostages have been dehumanized every day since. But that cannot be a license to dehumanize others. We cannot, he said, we must not, lose sight of our common humanity, end quote. Well, that's true, of course. But we must also not lose sight of the fact that domestic politics and poll numbers shouldn't drive the country's national security and foreign policy decisions. And that, my friends, is the PDB Afternoon Bulletin for Friday, 9 February. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker, and I'll be back on Monday. Until then, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.